Oh, the script. They forgot the the rest of the song. Uh, good afternoon, it's everyone. A protest. You're not introduced yet. It's a protest. You're not introduced yet, Rooch. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the show on a warm and windy Thursday afternoon. Clunky start, but we are live from Studio Lumo SA at number one King William Street in the city. It's currently 28.5 degrees outside. Not the greatest day. We're here thanks to our good friends at Balfour's. They've been baking people happy since 1853. Hyundai and IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. All right, let's now introduce a man that's broken. And more stories than wind. The Rooch. What's the matter to you? Hey, got no respect. What do you think you do? What's that? Well, Rooch, originally I was going to say a man that's broken more wind than stories. I thought, no, I'd be nice to you. How are you, old friend? Well, you see, the opening's cut short now because it's a protest at you being left out of the Hall of Fame. Oh, Rooch, that's a ridiculous uh, uh, comment. But uh, if you think I should be in there, No, you start. Even my nephew, my yes. nephew rang me the next day. Goodness. He's going, what? I caught the end of the show. What's all that talk about the Hall of Fame? And I said, oh, Roach, he's a, well, I used another <laughs> word, an expletive. I said, he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> he was trying to make it sound like uh, I was going to be inducted. And, well, you uh, had a good 24 hours. Well, I, yeah, well, I started to think about it and I thought, yeah. Well, yeah, well, maybe I am deserving, uh, <laughs> but I'm not. Uh, Roach, good show coming up, uh, and we're live and interactive as always. The text line is 0427-154-166. Get involved. We've got $50 IGA vouchers to give away if you make a modicum of sense. Or you can have a chat on 1300-736-736. Coming up on the show as guests, hey, looking forward to chatting to Matthew Wright, the captain of the Crow Sandful side. We haven't spoken to him that many times over the journey, Roach. Be a very interesting weekend, Sturt v the Crows in the preliminary final mm. after the last moment with them in the qualifying. Oh, Sturt. I do, I do, Roach, because it was only a week ago. Yes, Sturt didn't go the distance. Adelaide really put the foot on the pedal. What and will happen the second time round, Kim? Well, we spoke to Marty Matt the last night. He's feeling fairly confident. He's feeling confident they can win the flag. But mm. Crows, if we can believe them, Mickey Godden said they could be getting Kieran Strawn back. They'll get Matt Wright back, their captain, yep. from suspension. And maybe Andrew McPherson as well. That game gets underway Sunday, the Adelaide Oval at 3.15. What will the crowd be, Roach? Good question. Very good question. Oh, well, give me an answer then. 7,000. Really? Yep. Since it will be 7,000, we'll have the A prelim final. Yep. Well, who are the Crows going to bring along? Well, I'd like to think Crow supporters would go. But they're Sturt supporters or North supporters or West supporters or Glenelg supporters. That doesn't well, if they're work. not Sturt supporters, they might. They would still go, wouldn't they? Well, we'll test the waters here on this one. Well, I'll tell you what, there's, an, there's other waters we have to test. There's an invitation oh, going yes. out to non-Port supporters. We'll get to that shortly. Mm, interesting. Uh, at 4.05, we're talking to a man that's an assistant coach at GWS. He went there because his hair matches the jumper. Benny Is that Hart. how he got the job? Yeah, Benny Hart, yeah. Oh, Orange Tsunami. Yeah, I get it. You get it? Yeah. No, he's got talents beyond his hair, Kim. It's a good story. I mean, he's a talented footballer. It's a good Mm. story, Reach. They finished bottom four last year. They lose Hopper and Taranto. Yeah. And you you think, well, I think we had them bottom four, didn't we? Bottom five. I can't remember. Yeah, I think you did. Can't remember, but they they are challenging Port Adelaide into a semi final. And look good. Well, uh, I'd be interested. Uh, remember what you're gambling with. Mm. Uh, I haven't checked the odds. Who, Nor have who I. would be favourite? Would Port still be favourite purely through? Well, home a gentleman tapped advantage? me on the shoulder and he said something like this. So I assume this is correct. I haven't checked it myself. Yep. He said, "Is a dollar sixty good for Port this week?" I said, "Ooh, 
That's very, very narrow for what could be a very tight game, young man. So gamble responsibly, as we say. Oh, well, look, I'll, um, I'll, I'll have a look, Roach, and I'll just say out of interest, um, mm. yeah, Port Arthur. Dollar 60, is it? Yeah, around that, 162. Wow. Greater Western Sydney, 230. A lot of people would think that's uh, good value. Yep. Remember what you are gambling exactly. with. Texts are coming through thick and fast already. Looking forward to today's show. Roach, let's jump into it. Around the grounds, um, Maxi Gorn. There's been some rumours and stories on social media. Some what people is are happening? very humorous. Remember when Mitch Cleary had his Twitter account faked up, all about Clayton Oliver. And yeah, that it is. Caused all sorts of, well, yeah, it caused a fair bit of grief all around the place. Well, now, you got sucked in, Roach. We were sitting in the office. This was about 40 minutes ago. So Max Gorn's out. I know. Tom Brown's tweeting, Max Gorn's out with a toe injury. It was a fake account. They've I'm, done it very well again. And though. I'm sitting there going, well, Grundy will be rucking. He'll get best on ground. They want even more money. Well, he's on a million bucks a year, <laughs> kid. Uh, so it's not true. But Max Gorn mm. has a regular segment on Triple M. This is what he said about his toe injury this morning. It's not. It's the again. The reports are a lot worse. Do than you what strap a toe? What do you do with a toe? Uh, well. Yeah, maybe I strap both. Maybe I strap my whole leg. Maybe I strap my hand and say it's actually my hand. Yeah. Just try yeah. and play a few games. You were Good. bouncing as you were coming in here. You, yeah, yeah, you're, you're fine. fine. You've got the alleged injury today. happened in the second quarter. So uh, mm. I, then, I then played another half of football, yeah. and I've now trained, and I'm now. Maybe you, know, you do better with a broken toe. Yeah, well, allegedly. Alleged injury. <laughs> now, for total transparency, <laughs> we knew we had that grab, <laughs> and uh, when we heard he was out, we thought we're playing that. He's told a porky pie. But he's told the truth. He'll be there. He'll be front and centre. Now, I said earlier, Roach, that you've broken more wind than sto- No, no, sorry, you've broken more stories than wind. You broke the story on Shane McAdam, and it's been confirmed today. Yes, as we told you last week, he would request. Don't a say we. You did. No, Roach. It was team, all you. It was team. all you. No, you just want some of that beer that Will Schofield. Yeah, I do with. actually. When's that coming? No, we'll get him on next week. So Shane McAdam has requested a trade to the Melbourne Football Club and Adelaide has confirmed that it will now work with Melbourne to facilitate such from October 9. Yeah, and we knew it would happen um, Mm. once you broke the story, Roach, because uh, no one were keen on him. He was offered two years from Adelaide. I thought that was a fair offer. Um, They upped the ante, but it was too late. Yeah, Melbourne said, oh, hang on, if we offer him three, we can get this. They did a great sell, though. They They said, this is our forward line for next year. We want you to listen to this. Van Royen. Fritch, McAdam, Pickett, Chandler. Mm. Fairly sexy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Plus what you'll have feeding you, as we say, the supply yep. line. You'll have Oliver and Petrarca Ooh. kicking to you and you'll be yeah. playing for the most historic football club yes. in the competition. And as I said to you last week, Kim, Mark Williams has certainly been a big factor in this because he's wrapped his arms around Shane McAdam, mm. as we know how Mark Williams can do. Yes. He does boost the players morale and belief and understanding of what they can contribute to a footy team very, very highly. All right, Roach, we're going to get to a break early. This really? is a world record, yes. Well, mm. Lines, he's not here at the moment. He's gone overseas for a Grand Prix, normally doing the panel. So Good Inga's in here at the moment. And I tell you what, you don't want to get on no, the wrong side of it. Absolutely not. She's a scary young lady. Uh, coming up, though, you're going to tell us about the health of the GWS lineup. They've got some nice problems. Mm. And Port Adelaide have training tonight. All that and more, we're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona, imagined to be bold. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch.
<laughs> we'll, we'll get that intro right eventually. Kim Barnorich with you. It's 15 minutes past three on a Thursday afternoon. And we're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Give us a call. We'll give you a $50 IGA voucher if you make a little bit of sense or make us laugh. If you can get Rooch to laugh, a genuine laugh, a genuine laugh, we'll give you a $50 IGA uh, voucher. All right, Roots, let's continue around the grounds. A few texts I want to get to as well. Uh, GWS have some uh, nice problems at the moment. Well, for a club that has gone through big questions about their injury list in previous years, they could not be anything Mm. better than at the moment, whereby they have everyone available on their whiteboard and Stephen Cornelio comes back from that eye concern. Cornelio. 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 Just said it. You've, you used a G before. Uh, now, what does Adam Kingsley do here? Does he say, I've liked what I've seen of Xavier O'Halloran, or I prefer the versatility of Nick Haynes, and I do switch a few things around to get a team to win at Adelaide Oval, mm. where they were beaten by Port a month ago? Well, Nick Good Haynes course. gives you someone that's got a little bit of height, and he can do it in the air as well. He's well experienced, but uh, I don't know if height's an issue when you're playing Port Adelaide at the moment. So Port Adelaide will train at Adelaide Oval at 5.30. Yes, at might go down. I 5.55, we will get a team which clearly would not be a confirmed team where they're making yep. big calls at training tonight and then seeing our players cool down tomorrow. Still big questions about Todd Marshall. Mm. Can he be right? And big call. Watched him on the training track yesterday having DNMs with the coach. Mm. So I think we can lock He'll play, in. Rich. He'll I think play. we can lock in Charlie Dixon now. Yep. Don't know what we can say about Trent McKenzie yet. Mm. You might get some idea tonight. You can go down and have a look and do the a test scouting. For us. Yeah, scouting, for us. Rich. Yep. it's not uh, a test. I don't think they'll let me on the field to test. You me. should. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Idiot. Dylan Williams, hamstring. You couldn't. You, you couldn't. Could you? Yeah, I know. So there's. And what about DBJ? Call. You're the one that's on the payroll down there. There's talk that he's not 100. percent well, he looked 100%, didn't he, when he came off? All right, no need to snap. Um, 5.30 tonight, if you want to pop down. And mm. is it open for everyone to have a look? Oh, I didn't check that. Or I is it closed? So. All right, uh, please check with the club. We don't want to send it's you down It's been listed, then. so it should be. Reach a few changes at AFL head office. Yeah, we're all waiting to see what sort of team that Andrew Dillon was going to build around him. But mm. beyond Josh Marnie being taken out of Essendon to be in that football department, it's more of just people being moved up the line, you know, as vacancies have been created while he went up. Mm. The interesting one is Kylie Rogers, who was once mentioned as a potential CEO. Yes. Particularly, you know, where the chairman of the AFL Commission, Richard Goyder, is very keen on appointing women into key roles, where she gets the role of AFL strategic broadcast relationships across the seven network, Foxtel, KO, News Corp, Telstra, and the league's radio partners. That's well, us. You know what so I you're going to have to deal with her. Oh, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> People well above me, Roach. Uh, but I would like to think her first job would be saying, hey, to Fox and to Channel 7, if you're going to cover games, you need to have uh, teams of commentators at the actual ground, not calling from a studio a thousand miles away. And I hope they push back to her and say, if you want better technology for score review, get it yourself. Why? Because it's not their responsibility, Actually, is it? That's a good point. Yes. Right. Um, I like it, Roach. Uh, just quickly, Carlton are trying to lock away a few players. Yeah, they've got big issues short-term and long-term. The long-term are one they about, big? No, I'll tell you, right. the big issues short-term. Long-term ones, David Cunningham, Lockie, Lockie Fogarty and Caleb Marchbank, they want them to recontract. Fogarty. Ah. I think I heard it. I can't remember really? what station I was listening to and they were debating. I may have got this wrong. Wow. But there's, we have Darcy Fogarty, but I, th- I believe it's really? a, a Fogarty. There you are. Right. Short-term. 
Now, Jack Silvani passed a fitness test on his knee, but they're not going to play him. No. Now, they don't have Jack Martin because of that suspension, which rolled our eyes. Mm-hmm. And our good friend, Harry Mackay. Stop it, Robbo, mm-hmm. with his concussion. The thought is that Michael Voss is going to have a very different attack, that he's going to be small, very small. Mm. We'll see what they do. Yeah, why did he go small then? I just thought I'd just put a bit of emphasis on the small. Beautifully done, Rooch. We're here thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. couple of quick texts. Rooch. Hello. You could have broken another story Monday when I gave you the hot tip on Jordan Sweet. Now, I can verify this. Yeah. This is from Louis. Louis has broken some big stories in the last five years. He's a very loyal listener and we mm. appreciate it. He gets some good mail. We kept saying the name keeps popping Kip, up. Two years has been popping up. Yep. And Tim Tampoli was first on this two years ago. Oh, I, well, I've had more than one beer with Tim Tampoli. We kept saying, watch for Jordan Sweet. Oh, coming poor, more than one. More than one. Oh, poor Tim Tampoli. He would have had to pay for all of them. He did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, hang about, Kimbo. I just redid my sums and realised when I got it wrong. Sorry, buddy. The Gold Coast cry. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Tony. No. It's taken him really? four days to do the math that he was a mile <laughs> out of winning nearest the pin. <laughs> I'll say it again. Uh, born and bred in Port Vincent, apparently, on the York Peninsula, and he could be the reason that the primary school had to shut down. No good at maths? Well, he's not doing a great advert for him, is it's he? It's Thursday, Kim. Uh, here's one here. Uh, wow. Mark, oh, Mark the fake, the man that you were very rude to. Yes. You, you should apologise. When you... Not convinced. Roach, Not convinced. we all have flaws, but this is a flaw in your personality. <laughs> when someone pushes you and you get a little bit narky. No. Kimbo, how are you, mate? See, I'm mates with oh. Mark. I'm good, thanks, right. Mark. Uh, what are the Crows up to trade-wise? Very quiet at the biggest club in SA. I'm tipping they'll use their first rounder for someone. Doesn't that convince me that what, he's a Port fan? Watch this space. Oh, yeah. As for Roach's mob... Ah, you see, he's a fake. They are, doesn't mean he's a fake. He's a fake. As for Roach's mob, they're going to have to give up some players. Otherwise, you keep giving up future picks. It will catch up with you eventually and finish up like West Coast. Nothing to trade and no picks. Ah, yeah, he's Cheers, a true Mark Port the fan. Fake. He's a true Port Adelaide fan, yeah. Ro- Roach, this, this pains me. You may have been <laughs> right. You may have been right. We are live from Studio Lumo SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's up for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. There we go. We love that little intro. 3.27 on a Thursday afternoon. Currently 28.4 degrees outside. A little bit warm, but a north wind as well. Not the most pleasant day. Uh, We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. I was out there this morning, Roach. Didn't bring anything back. No, I was just doing some major sucking up to keep them with us. While Uh, you're doing things. Yes. Sadly, we don't have Matt Rendell to help us anymore. Yes. But you like to have the recruiting hat on every so often. Yes. I keep reading about Dylan Stevens having exit meetings with Sydney where it seems like neither party's really connecting with each other. So mm-hmm. he's now looking at his options. Mm-hmm. It's said that Adelaide hasn't put any feelers out and Port doesn't have any feelers left to put out. 
And now the speculation is he's going to float his way to North Melbourne. I heard that one. I heard that one a couple of weeks ago, Rook. But why's Sydney gone off him? Uh, well, he got dropped there for a while. Yeah. He's been dropped a few times. And I suppose, what's he been there now? Five years? I can't remember. Five, we've spoken to him a few times. Five? You'd be able to check it. He hasn't been able to consolidate. So uh, maybe a new environment might be a little bit uh, better, Rooch. Okay. Hey, uh, Adam Kingsley held a press conference today. Of course, he's a former Portman and a premiership player. Wonderful story, this. Uh, bottom four last year. Now they're playing finals. One game away from a prelim, Rooch. Um, he was asked a question last time that they played Port. They did not have Bedford or Daniels. How much difference will it make having them back in the side? I think that changes our side significantly um, and so that speed in the front half for us is really important. We didn't have those two last time obviously and, and I think we suffered as a result so it'll be interesting to see how much impact that those two can have uh, and whether it actually impacts the result of the game. It will. It uh, will have a serious impact on the oh, result de- of the game. De- definitely. No doubt about that. But with the lack of tools that sort of um, maybe helps a little bit. Probably not. I'm grasping at straws. They can play to that thing. Uh, Kingo was also asked whether they'd tag any of the Port Adelaide midfielders. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm not going to tell you. Um, (laughs) I mean, they they dominated the game last time. All their midfielders did, in in actual fact. Bergman on the wing. Rosie Wines was best on ground. Um, Yeah, Horn Francis was terrific. Butters. So if uh, if we don't take care of their midfield, then it's unlikely the result will go our way. So, uh, you know, we're well aware of their strengths, of the talent through the midfield, what's possible if we don't get the job done there. Fascinating, this. News coming up, Rooch. Where's uh, Bokey play? Does uh-huh. he play? Does he, is he sub? I don't see him getting off the subs bench. You don't? No. Interesting. Hey, we were talking Wow, about, Kim, who was it who told us yesterday, you move Drew out of there, put Jason Horn francis in, you're not moving Boke in there, are you? Wouldn't have thought so. No. A lot of pro bokies out there at the moment. Yes. Uh, the Carlton player is Fogarty. Okay. Fogarty, not Fogarty. Fogarty. Depends on which side of the board you're on nowadays, no, aren't no, it? We no, got no, told that by the McGarry medalist too. That's just the uh, correct one. One quick text before we go to the news. Boys, I'm getting tired of AFL commentators moaning about a reduction in contact in the game because people are trying to make it safer. Many sports are contact sports, but all the collision-based games are having this same battle. Yes. Prohibited contact has always been punishable and easy to legislate against. It's the grey in the permissible collisions that's where the challenges lie. Certain commentators need to educate themselves about this and not to go for the sensationalism of reduced contacts. That's from Phil. Good text, Phil. All right, news coming up on the other side of the news. We'll be joined by Matty Wright from The Crows. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.35 on a Thursday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. 28.5 degrees outside. Just a reminder, GWS assistant coach Ben Hart, former Crow, joins us after 4pm. Looking forward to having a chat to uh, Benny. Quick text has come through from Ethel from Ethelden. Uh, Ethel says, can you believe it's Ralphie Zipzat Sewers turned 72 yesterday? No. Wonderful Woodville player, Glenelg player, state player. Had the best change of direction I 
ever saw watching him. The best sense of humour too. Yeah, yeah, and he was a a tough nut. All right, big game happening at the Adelaide Oval on Sunday, 3.15. It gets underway. Sturt are taking on the Adelaide Crows. Mm. I get the feeling there'll be more Sturt supporters there. Will that bother our next guest, the captain of the Crowies, Matthew Wright, joins us. Hello, Matty. G'day, how are we, gentlemen? Going Not well? bad. Well, you'd be as fresh as a daisy, he wouldn't you, be. you thug? Oh, that's <laughs> rude. Hey, hey, hey. Footy, footy incident, in my opinion. But anyway. <laughs> a few, we, few uh, of them now. Hey, take us yeah, through it, though. Cool. It was two weeks. Take us through the incident. Yep. You didn't challenge it? Uh, no, we didn't, mate. And to be honest, the risk was you challenge it, it, um, it goes up to two weeks. We had it knocked off the bows on the weekend, and you, you're looking at sitting out a grand final. So. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the risk of reward there obviously didn't lay up and, um, yeah, missed, missed out on a cracking game of footy and it would have been nice to be out there. So, Matthew, you've said what everyone is saying at the moment about football accidents leading to suspension. How tough is that now for a player to mm-hmm. deal with? Because you've got an AFL setting an agenda and now we hear AFL advocates saying players have to process not only what they have to do in the game but their duty of care to an opposition player. Yeah, it's it's tough. It is, but ultimately, it's in place for the protection of the players, which I'm all for. Mm. Um, you, you never want to be in these predicaments, but it, it happens so quickly on the footy field. Um, very rarely, the players have the intent to actually hurt the opposition player. I don't think. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it's a tough one, and to be honest, not one that I'd completely agree with last week. But uh, mm. yeah, risk fair reward and. We get another crack at it with a double chance. So, uh, ready to take on the double blues this week. You've never lined some up, up with a hip and shoulder and really wanted to knock the stuffing out of them? <laughs> at 179 and 78, 79 <laughs> kilos, point. I'm not sure I'm doing too much damage, lads. Oh, you always get a giggle when a footballer says, oh, look, we really don't want to hurt the opposition. Oh, things, yeah. have, things have changed. Well, I tell you what, they did hurt Sturt on the scoreboard in the last quarter of the qualifying final. And I don't know, Matthew, if you heard Marty Matner with us last night, but I got the feeling he wants to put the brakes on this game. He talked defence. Mm. Yeah, traditionally, Marty, over the years, he's coached a very defensive team. Um, so we're, we're expecting that for them to try and strangle it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if in their way, if it's a 49 to 50, their advantage, yep. they'd probably take that. So, yep. yeah, we're we're aware of that and they've tried to do it a couple of times this year. And um, I've got no doubt it'll probably be a close game and probably a cracking game the last mm-hmm. time. We've, we've heard- played them and probably you go back two or three years, every time we play, they've been close. Really good games of footy, so hopefully Sunday's no different. Yeah, well, you're right there. They've been really close, 75 to 68, 75 to 68. Oh, that's the, that's the same game. Thanks, Ben. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fluff Benny. Stuck oh, another one up. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mickey Godden's been telling us now, it feels like three years that uh, Kieran Strawn will be back. Will he definitely be back? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we've got training tonight, so he's going to have a run around and uh, hopefully put a few down the midfielder's throats and, and see how he goes. Um, but yeah, hopefully, I think. Obviously, having a a number one or a dominant ruckman in the side is a massive advantage for us since it allows us to get our other players in their primary positions. So, yeah, hopefully, mate, he's, he's a ripping lad and really good for the group and um, we all know what he's capable of on footy field. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Does Andrew McPherson come back into the lineup? He, he'll be putting his hand up as well. He'll, uh, he'll be training the house down. He's training World Tuesday, so hopefully he backs it up again and, and puts his hand up and again. We know what he does, uh, or both those players can do on the footy field, but more so probably their leadership. Mm. 
um, communication and, and comms game day is going to be crucial, particularly in the big final. Matthew, tell us about the challenge of putting a week-by-week week team together, considering you know, at the end of the year you've got AFL players who do the exit meetings and then have other agendas. How challenging has that been for you in the past three weeks? To be honest, Roach, we um, similar sort of fashion last year. Yeah. And the boys handled it really well then. and I think the group's really matured probably over the last 18, 24 months. and mm. hasn't been too many issues, to be honest. We... Um, the boys are pretty pumped to still be running around. Uh, the program probably relaxes a little bit. You're not in here all day, every day, sort of four days a week there. Mm. So they get the opportunity to train at night with the development lads, which is awesome. We get that crossover. Um, but, yeah, no, their attitude's been fantastic. Um, we've really bought in and, and probably trying to buy into the program and what we're trying to achieve as a group. There's always talk about the Crows and Port Adelaide being in the Sandford competition. We're live and interactive. The texts are coming through. 0427154166. Let's go to the tricky ones, Maddie. Uh, hi, guys. Can you please tell me why Matt Crouch isn't lining up for the Sandford game this week? The Crows say every year, I quote, we're in it to win it, but do they mean it? That's from Ken. Well, firstly, absolutely we mean it. and um, Every, every player's situation is a delicate one. Obviously, Crouchy was out of contract and then gets contracted. So I can understand um, the question coming through. But ultimately, we sort of back the players that we've got in the team um, at the minute. And Crouchy's done a mountain of work over the course of the year throughout the Sandfield to get himself back into that AFL squad and really, really play some really great footy for us for those last six weeks. So there's more probably that body management, body load and all the other sort of cliche lines I can reel off at you. But yeah, it'd be nice to have him out there. But... Um, is not, and we play those cards. But how do you feel about this whole debate? Because clear that the Crows don't generate love from traditional Sample fans, and when you get Graham Corns as a long-standing member of SA Footy saying we should boycott the Sample Grand Final of Port and the Crows make it, how does that make you feel as a player? Yeah, it's not ideal when um, you know people, I suppose in Corns' cases, contributed so much to the yeah. other footy club, and then. Oh understand he's a he's a loyal sample man as well clearly mm. so yeah it's it's not ideal roach um but again we we as individuals and the players and the team weren't around when the team was formed or yeah. weren't part of the yeah. the reason when the team was formed um it's a comp that we're in it's a comp that i've loved when i was coming through the ranks with north adelaide mm. so i'm very much a sample man myself so i'm I'm pumped to be running around the Sandville and, um, yeah, hopefully we can get this one done and, and have another crack at the base next week. You take on a development role within the group because of your experience and seniority. Uh, who's really impressed you? Who would you say is going to jump out and surprise us all next year? Yeah, well, I think um, probably the back end of this year and a little bit of an interrupted pre-season, but Billy Dowling's a kid oh. um, from North Adelaide and, what he's been able to do, and you probably forget at times that he's an 18-year-old kid coming in and playing league footy every week and, and playing a really strong brand of footy. Um, so I think he's won with another summer under his belt. Hopefully he's, he's putting his hand up to play some AFL footy. Um, but if not, he's only going to get better and better in the sample and, and, and wait for that opportunity to come. But yeah, he's, he's one, mate. Zachy Taylor, um, unfortunately, goes down with a pretty bad ankle early on in the year, but he's another one that's, that's been putting in a mountain of work. And, mm. And you obviously got Luke Mankovis, who sort of comes into the AFL team late in the year and, and plays some really good footy. Unfortunately, another one that goes down with injuries. So we've, we've had a few whacks there. But, um, yeah, there's plenty of kids coming through that, that are going to be right in, in yeah. the thick of it. 
Zachy Taylor was looking really impressive before that injury. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's go to the coaching staff, and uh, it's happening at a number of clubs now. You have Chelsea Randall there. Uh, how's her input? And tell us what she does on game day. Yeah, she's a star. She, uh, Chelsea and I have been working really close this year. She's been helping out with the forward line. Um, I've probably missed a few games through injury and, unfortunately, suspension this year. So we've both been in the box at times. But, yeah, she's another set of eyes for us. And she gives us a really different perspective um, ahead of the ball. And communication skills and her educational skills coming from a teaching background mm. has been crucial for this young group. Um, and, yeah, the boys have really enjoyed having her around. Uh, it's probably more a reflection that they like to hear from her more than they like to hear from me. So that's probably <laughs> some feedback for myself. But, um, yeah, she's a star person, clearly a star footballer, and yeah, no doubt she'll be a star coach in the future. Well, I think women are more logical, Rich. Well, there's a thought, yeah. And they're oh, more you responsible. Don't, you don't agree? They're more, you don't no. agree? No, they're more responsible <laughs> so it doesn't well. tend to agree there. No, they're more responsible <laughs> as well. But you didn't, you didn't embrace the idea of more logical. Yeah, no, I, I am embracing it. I'm saying more than that. Yeah, no, I'm not. There was a slight pause there, wasn't it? There was. I'm with you right here. <laughs> now, Matthew, two men that we loved very, very much, Dean Bailey and yep. Phil Walsh, sadly no longer with yeah. us, they left a legacy at Adelaide about wrapping their arms around top-up players. The yep. story there now of a top-up player really lives that legacy that you really admire for the way in which they've walked into the group and taken in everything that the Crows expect of them? Yeah. Yeah, they, um, well, firstly, on, on Bales and, and Walsh, you couldn't get two sort of better people. Um, a, in terms of developing footballs and kids, and I was still a kid at, at that stage when they were at the footy club. Um, but their, their care for the individual away from footy was, it was mm. second to none. Um, but yeah, we've, we've really made a conscious effort. Um, and to be fair, it's probably when Godzi come in, um, to the program about, well, no, that's not probably fair on the, the coaches prior to that, but there was a real conscious effort on um, what we, we need the development players to play at a certain level and we can't help our AFL players or AFL listed players develop if we don't surround them with quality players and yeah. quality people. Yeah. Um, and the work they do in the program, they're coming in, they stroll in half <laughs> late to meetings at times and they got their plumber's gear on or yeah. their sparky gear mm -hmm. on. Um, and, and it takes you back to when you the apprentice plumber in me playing footy at North Adelaide. Well, it keeps so you I, real as well. A real then. soft spot. Yes, yeah, absolutely it does. So I've got a real soft spot for our development boys. Yeah, um, yeah. And to be honest, they're just so pumped to be playing footy and, and to be playing a real consistent brand of footy that they have all year for us has been fantastic. So hopefully a few of these boys get a bit more reward uh, in the weeks to come. Last one, Matty. We get a stack of texts coming through on this particular player over the last probably two seasons. Roach on zero four two seven one five four one double six. There's a couple coming through again. Um, will Tarek? I'll paraphrase this. Uh, will Tarek Newchurch play <laughs> AFL footy? I hope so, mate. He um, he's got some attributes that uh, not many have, and I constantly joke about him. If he's got grass in front of him, I tell him only him and I are the only ones that can just take off and then see what happens. <laughs> Uh, and I, I say it very loosely with him and I. He, he's got some speed. He's got some poise, balling hand. Um, he's been working on his things and he, his ball tape when he's clean. Mate. There's not too many um, that can get a hold of him. And, and if they do, to be honest, we, I'm okay with it. Can get bent on the ball because it generally takes one or two of them to take him down. So, yeah, I hope so. I hope he's done a heap of work. Um, 
He's such a better footballer than what he was three years ago. Um, so yeah, I, I hope so. I hope it's I hope it's with us. If not, I'm sure there's others looking at him as well, trying to trying to steal him from under our grasp. But yeah, fingers crossed. He's a good kid, and um, yeah, he's done a, a lot of work. So fingers crossed. So can he get fitter? Is there a knock? Oh, I think um, kids that come into the program some take a little bit longer to figure out what it. Mm potentially takes to, to be a professional on and off the field and away from the club and when he's at the club. But you've seen the change um, in his physique and his makeup and his attitude and his diligence over the years. Um, and then you're at the mercy of some opportunities well popping up. So the timing hasn't quite worked out when he's been in really good form. The AFL side's been winning. Um, and unfortunately, that, that form dips and there's opportunities. Others have gone past him at times. So it's about that consistency and not necessarily kicking four every week, but it's yeah, like you said, that work rate up and down the ground and mm. being able to apply that small, small forward pressure. Well, Shane McAdams on his way to Melbourne. You never know; it might open up the door. Hey, we wish you all the very best for Sunday. Let's yeah. hope there's a big crowd there. The game gets underway at three fifteen. Sample prelim final. Sturt taking on the Crowies. Appreciate your time, Matty. No, thanks, guys, and yeah, hopefully there's no boycotts on the weekend. Appreciate it. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Exactly. Hey, now, there's <laughs> yeah. the challenge. You can set that challenge. If you're a Sandful lover, but you're not a Sturt supporter. I don't, I don't know why I give it oxygen, Rich. It's like a text coming through here oxygen. saying, you do, you keep bringing up what Cornsy wrote about three People weeks ago. People read him. Well, People actually Not, not everyone. Acknowledge. Yeah, well, you, you look at the, the readership and the... What's it gone down, Rich? Well, I haven't seen it recently. Well, I'm reading out the text here. Who cares what wrinkles Corn says? Mm. Right, uh, Speaking of adopting teams... Mm-hmm. Let me come back. I'd love to play to you what a GWS player has urged the Crows supporters oh, to do this weekend. I, I like this, Rich. Hey, just a reminder, SENSA is your home of the Host Plus Sandful League. Listen live every weekend right here on SENSA. I've got to do an apology to Bumfluff Benny, too, when I was reading out those scores. Yeah. He did have them right. He had the last finals meeting then the last three meetings that were in there. And just for the record, Rooch, Adelaide uh, won by seven points uh, in the last game, 16 the game before, and lost by 10. So a good rivalry building between yes. those two clubs. But then again, he did have uh, Matthew Wright written down on the rundown as Crows AFLW captain. We didn't tell him that, though. No. No, that would be a story. New Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.55 on a Thursday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Currently 27.9 degrees outside. Just a reminder, Ben Hart will be joining us from GWS after 4 o'clock. And a bit of an exclusive just got confirmed during the ad break, Roach. Football Royalty will be joining us at 4.35. Former captain of the Carlton Football Club. And their president, he was, yep. Stephen Kernahan. Big Stixie, I played against him. He'd be up and about and very excited. Quick text, Roach. Boys, yes. this is in regards to the Sandful commentary we had. Mm. I don't recall Graham Corns advocating for people to boycott the Sandful Grand Final when his son Chad was coaching Port and lost to Sturt by a point in an epic Grand Final. That's from Steph. Graham does this a lot. Very good point. So I, he, I did. I did send him a little dig during the week. Didn't get a reply, so I must have hit the soft spot. When you say he does this a lot, are you saying he's a dirty hypocrite? Are they your words? <laughs> <laughs> you are a good ventriloquist. 
But he's gone strong on the defence of Braden Maynard, you know, the football act and all that. I said, yeah, I don't remember you being like that when John Worsfold spoiled Tony Moderate at Subiaco in 94. Yeah, no, but mm. he, he's always good for an opinion, uh, yes, Graham. Yes. Uh, I love him dearly. He's a good man. Hey, a uh, young lad called Cooper Hamilton. He's a yes. GWS youngster. He's had a stack of injuries, bit of a character, likes to get on social media. What has he been up to? Well, I'll give you the full context. Well, Greater Western Sydney social media team has been very humorous this year, and they've run this little battle with the Sydney Football Club, their neighbour, uh-huh. never referring to them as Sydney, but as South Melbourne. <laughs> Get right, it? Yes. Right. Well, I think I do, Rich, yes. So they've worked out this little theme this week that the Crows hate South Melbourne or <laughs> Sydney because of what happened in that mm. last game. And then they go, well, we're going to Adelaide Oval. We need some help. We need some fans to come along and dull the Port Adelaide fans. Mm. So they've gone to the big side of town to get the Crows to be involved. And Cooper Hamilton has made this plea on social media to Crows fans as to why they should turn orange. Hi, I'm Jack Gitt. Hi, I'm Cooper Hamilton. You may remember me from my debut at Adelaide Oval. 12 touches and a clanger. The following message is intended for those who support the Adelaide Crows. See, the Giants and Crows have more in common than you might think. For one, we both hate South Melbourne. Two, we love a lot of the same people. Jacobs takes a good mark. Uh, which has made this decision even more difficult. Our club's bloody disappointed. Surely you're over Phil by now. Phil Davis. Thirdly, we both love to play Adelaide Oval. One of the great all-time wins for the Giants. <laughs> Finally, and most importantly, we both want the Giants to win on Saturday night. So in saying that, and with your September schedule cleared, Ooh. we'd like you to join the Orange Tsunami for one week and one week only. Jump on board and deck yourself out with Orange as we prepare to tear the pair. Tear the pair. <laughs> I like that. That's in good spirits, yes, isn't it? Yes. Oh, you throw want to it turn out Orange there? for a weekend. If you're a Crow supporter, will you go to the game and barrack for GWS? Would you don the Orange jumper this week just to try and bring down the demise of the Port Adelaide Football Club? Mm, there you are. Why not? That's Why not, not bad, Roach. Yeah. Good I don't fun. mind it. Good fun. A few texts coming through. Uh, hi, Kimbo and Root. Surely Finlayson's spot is in trouble this week if Marshall and Dixon are fit to play. Uh, no name on that. Uh, I understand where you're coming from, but I do not subscribe to that at all. His form's down, Kim. Yeah, he has been down for about uh, four or five weeks, maybe longer. Been, he's been a hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, your inside 50s have been well and truly down as well, True. so not, not as many opportunities. That's why I asked you last week, is there a new role for him? No, to I, get him involved. No, I know, Reach. He's gone back before. Mm. Mm. See, see what happens. He, he may have to. Are you, are you really worried about the height of the GWS attack? No, but I'm trying to find a way to get Jeremy Finlayson involved again. And I remember, was it last year or the year before, that mm. once you give him a bit more than just one role, he seems to thrive. Mm. Oh, hang on, I've got, got a message come through from Daniel Norton, the media mm. manager of the Port Adelaide Footy Club, is your boss, isn't he? He wants you to do the fitness test, doesn't no, he? No, he doesn't. He said, Kimbo, can you remind Roach, he just writes articles for us, he's not a bloody coach. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's another text. Aaliyah has an ACL. Oh, hello. Uh, Aaliyah has an ACL injury. He suffered at training last week. Uh, there's some truth to that, I think, Rooch. Todd Marshall can't. Yeah, Todd Marshall can't kick straight due no. to not feeling his leg because of pain relief injections. Charlie is not okay, but will play. Great timing. Mm, um, good. Yeah, have been crawled by injuries, Rooch. No yes. question of that. Uh, another quickie. 
on what you were talking about. Crow supporters barrack for the Giants. They don't even follow their Sandful team. Laugh out loud. Oh, little backhander. Actually, Cooper Hamilton was a bit harsh on himself there where he said he had 12 touches and one clanger at Adelaide. Well, I went and had a look at his stats. He didn't have a clanger registered to his name at all. <laughs> get, Just, a life, get a life for each one. Well, what, I thought what? I'd go have a look at his debut game. Well, what, you watched the whole game? Oh, no, I just went through the stats and the highlights. Good so, see. So you didn't trust the lad. You're a cynic. Well, man. I was trying to think what sort of clanger was it if you're going to highlight it? And it wasn't there. <laughs> it wasn't Kib. You genuinely need to get out more. Uh, <laughs> it's four o'clock. Hello, New- Ethel. News coming up. Uh, hey, just quickly, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American Footy's biggest game with over $70,000. Hey, that's the Super Bowl. Just shop in-store at Beaumont before November the 12th and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. News coming up, then Benny Hart will join us. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Three minutes past four. Appreciate your company. All the texts are coming through thick and fast. Reach on 0427154166. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarket supporting women in sport. And we're live from Studio Lumo USA. Currently 27.9 degrees outside. Reach, this will bring a smile to your dial. And you don't smile very frequently because you're a grumpy professional. Um, boys, this is in response to that young fella, Cooper Hamilton, saying that people should be supporting GWS. But he's asking Crows fans to hop on board for a week. Only a week, though, he said. Yep, this one says, Boys, I won't be supporting GWS. No time for clubs propped up by the AFL. I'm a South Australian and stuff the rest. Uh, Roach, I probably owe you a feed of whiting too because you are uh, correct. Cheers from Mark the Fake. He's a Crow supporter. I knew he was. He made out he was a Port supporter. You were right, Roach. Uh, our next gentleman... Well, he's, he's con- got a sense of humour. Yeah, he's conflicted, Rooch. Is he? Yeah. He can't be. He's oh. fully dedicated to the cause at the moment. Well, he is an assistant coach at GWS. Ben Hart joins us now. Hello, Benny boy. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi Rooch. How are you? Great Thank to speak you. to you again. Hey, um, we touched on it before, but GWS are a great story no matter what happens on Saturday night. Bottom four last week, last year. You lose Taranto and Jacob Hopper. Mm. Most people had you for bottom five. Why have you turned it around? Why are you playing such good footy? Yeah, look, uh, I think it's a combination of um, a lot of things, but clearly the the game style that we're trying to adapt um, holds up um, in bigger games and towards the end of the year, but it was also going to take us a fair bit of time to do it. Um, some would say we've probably um, done it a little bit quicker than, than people would have thought, um, but the first half of the year, you know, pretty tough work and and tough going, but we always had faith that if we stuck to the plan, so we didn't chop and change too much. We stuck to the mm. plan that we wanted and, um, you know, trying to play an exciting brand with that, that old orange tsunami, bringing that back in, into mm. vogue. And, um, yeah, we, we like where it's headed. So, uh, yeah, it's good, it's good that we're able to reach the finals uh, and also have a win last week. It was great. One thing that has changed, Ben, is I can remember article after article for the past five years about GWS, high injury count, international studies, reviews, all mm. sorts of stuff about your you know, high-performance team. What's changed there to get mm. you so healthy at this time of the year? Yeah, is it luck or is it actually I planned? I think it's a bit of both, to be honest, Rich. It's, um, 
you always need a little bit of luck in that because sometimes you'll get you might get um, you know soft tissue injuries. Sure, you can go to work on mm. uh, and do as many stuff as you like, but you can have high clean injuries as well, um, which sometimes are just complete luck. So, you know, we feel like we've been lucky, but we've got a good plan in place. We managed to put a fair bit of load into our guys early in the year, understanding that um, it would hold them in good. So their training um, a lot this year. You know, we try to put. Ben, stand just, on one leg for us, please. Yeah, you're just breaking up, Benny. Yeah. I don't know where we've got you or if you uh, if you got pods in Sorry. at the moment. Point the phone towards no, Parramatta. I, yeah. I will. I'll do that right towards the city. Is that any better? Yeah, that, that, I think that sounds mm. better. Uh, when do you travel okay. and do you get a run on at the Adelaide Oval? No, we won't. We'll travel Ooh. tomorrow. Ooh. So so we'll do our um, our captain's run here before we leave, um, which has been the case for probably the last half of the year, to be honest. So um, we've, we've played there three times this year. So, you know, we're... We're fully aware, or twice this year, sorry. We're fully aware of what it um, what it looks like and, and what we'll need to bring. So, Captain Drone in the morning, um, travel about lunchtime and, and get over for a nice meal. So, was the Oval not available to you or was it your choice not to? No, this one's our choice. I'm sure if we asked, we would have been able to find a bit of space there that they've allowed us to. But, um, yeah, our choice was to stay here, which, um, yeah, the, the playing group and... and um, our leadership group are pretty happy to do it that way, so so we're fine there. So for, former captain comes into the side, Stephen Cornelio. Are you expecting many changes? Yeah, uh, we wouldn't think so. I think um, Stephen clearly um, will be a player that's required. We'll, we'll be working on... We're still waiting for a few to actually get through training or, or pull up okay. Um, nothing major in in that, but uh, we'll see tomorrow. But um, I'm sure he'll come in and there'll, there'll probably be one change, but uh, who that is yet, we're not sure. Ben, tell us the secret. You lived it when you were here at Adelaide where we'd always make a fuss about you were so good at home but there'd be this different Crows unit on the road. Mm. GWS played on more grounds than any other team in the history of VFL, AFL football, more wins than anyone else. You look mm. just as good on the road as you do at home. What's the secret? Oh, uh, it's, a, it's a really good question because um, I, this is going to sound a little bit strange but it, it's more it's getting together as a group, I think, um, and taking on a challenge. But it's also having faith in your system. I think sometimes when you, um, when teams travel to different venues, etc., they change the way they play a little bit. Yeah. Um, that may yeah. sound a bit strange, yeah, but gotcha. they, to suit an oval or to suit, um, you know, potentially who you're coming up against. We think our system and the way we play can operate on all all different ovals. So we back that in, um, and we give the boys full confidence that that they can get it done no matter where we play. And mm. and then to be fair, it's over to them, and they and they you know do a fantastic job. So. Sticking to your system, I think, is one thing that'll help. Does your 22 change at all if Charlie Dixon plays? We believe he will. Does it change at all if he does or doesn't play? No, we think we've we've got it, um, enough calls to be able to, to manage that. Um, I think mm-hmm. having a guy like Harry Himmelberg in the back half um, allows us to, to shift any uh, matchups that we may need to. He can play tall and small. And probably Connor Iden, the other one, who's been able to take some taller opponents as well during the course of the year. So... We think we're pretty settled down in that back half and, um, yeah, we're expecting him to play and if he does, he'll um, amount to a challenge for us, that's for sure. I'll give you an easy one. As one of the best backmen to have ever played the game, give me your three best backmen in the competition this year. Oh, Sam Taylor. Oh. Well, let him answer. Yeah. Sam Taylor. Rouge. No, I want him to say Sam Taylor. <laughs> I think he will. Well, I think Sam has been, been tremendous. He's been really good. Obviously, Wilkie, who we played against last, okay, um, last yeah. week was good. And, yeah. Um, who else? Who else you got for me? Harris Andrews. He's pretty handy, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of really good ones, especially at this pointy end of the year. Um, but there's not too many 
like we were coming up against one in Aaliyah Aaliyah who, you know, can, on his day can be a match winner. So, you know, we're going to have to be pretty wary of those guys, but um, we also like to go and put our game against an opposition mm. and see if they can handle how we play. Hey, Ben, have you looked, I'm sure you have looked at Port Adelaide in the past six weeks. There are games where mm. they no longer dominate inside 50s. It's mm. really strange for Port. What have you hit on there and how do you make that work for you at Adelaide Oval? Because that could be a big advantage if you can unlock yeah, that secret. Yeah, well, they're a strong stoppage side, as we know, and they, they score a lot from stoppage. So we're going to have to be on our game. And if, if they're not scoring from stoppage, they, if they win it, because I think they're pretty high for clearances over the last six weeks, mm. um, they have that ability to lock the ball in the front half. They're a very good front half side. So if you do um, go slow against them, hopefully you can we match them in the clearances, but if you try and play a little bit safe against them, I think you can yeah. certainly get stuck in your front half and you get repeat entry after repeat entry. So we're going to have to play with a little bit of dare and, um, you know, that's the way we like to play. There'll be times when we, we move it slow, but, you know, it's better to get it out of there as quick as you can and get it in your front half. I reckon you touched on this last time we spoke, but a text has just come through saying the Giants are playing a better game this year because of their buffed coach who has big arms. That comes from Nigel. <laughs> Smart man, uh, Adam Kingsley. I, uh, you're in the Ooh. media for a while here at SEN, Benny, and you've always had an opinion. Mm. Braden Maynard and uh, Angus Brayshaw, uh, your views on it, given the way the game has changed. Uh, what was your take? Yeah, I, I think the decision was right, um, but I think the decision from now on will change. Um, yeah, got you. I think yeah. we have to have a... Yeah, we have to have a duty of care now from now on, no matter mm. how we play. If you choose to do those, and uh, it's been huge about people calling it a football act. There's a lot of football acts where people get hit in the head. So yeah, gotcha. I think from now on it'll change. Um, you have to have a real duty of care around that, and rightly so. Um, but I think the decision time around was the right one. Now, mm. I'm the same as everyone else. I feel for the Brayshaws family and Angus, but um, I think it's, it was the right way to go this time. Ben, Cooper Hamilton is now going viral. Is he going to be a better actor than he is a footballer? <laughs> I haven't actually seen it. I was speaking to your producer before. I haven't actually seen what he's put together, so I'll go and hunt it down. But what sort of lad is he? I'll give him that. Very much a character. You know, he's, he's, he's got his opinions. He's quite a funny man. Brings music to meetings when uh, <laughs> potentially don't need music at meetings. And, um, no, he's, he's a classic young man and... Um, yeah, I'll have to have a look at what he's put together because it sounds interesting. Oh, it's a pity he's not playing this weekend because the Port fans would have been ready for him. <laughs> Absolutely. I think they'll be ready anyway. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a tough challenge for us, that's yeah. for sure. It's going to be a huge game. It'll be a tremendous atmosphere. We'll be covering it on SEN, David Wildey, myself, and I think Mark Bickley and Daryl Wakeland. It's 10 past seven, the game gets underway at the Adelaide Oval. Hey, Ben, as always, appreciate your time. Have a good flight down and uh, may the best side win. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. There he is, Benny Hart. Uh, always good to chat to him. Yes, and one of the most admirable people you'll ever meet for his football career and what he's doing he's now brilliant. as a coach as well. Um, the kid in a school uniform going to training. You can still see those image. long grey socks, yeah. yeah. Uh, one, one sock down, one sock up, I remember. <laughs> it was on the news. Uh, quick text. Hi, Michelangelo. Uh, why, when stating facts, you say VFL slash AFL history, it's the AFL not VFL. Why not say Sample slash VFL slash AFL? That's Nathan from Grange. Well, it was the VFL AFL, wasn't it, Kim? Yeah, yeah well, I'm just reading them, Rich. Uh, sure can you ask Ben if he's enjoyed um, X uh, Michael Annie? He's Ben oh, Hart yeah. uh, 2.0, just needs the number 34. Sorry, Rocco, only just saw that question and Benny's gone and we're going to a break too. We are here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Rich, you have to do a who's hot and a who's not. Thanks to Fujitsu. Very good.
The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 19 on a Thursday afternoon. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. Just a reminder, after 4.30, we'll be talking to Sticks. Big Sticksy. I outmarked him once at Feby Oval, Rich. No. I did. How? Well, only happened once. A little <laughs> bit of luck, I think. <laughs> on the member's wing. Take that, Sticks. I don't think I held it long enough to leave it legally be a mark, but it was a war. Hey, if Gary Ablett can get mark of the century. That should have been taken away off him. Off you him, try. Rich. You try. It would have been an outrage if you took it off him. He didn't mark it. Oh, well. It happens. Here's a good text. Before we get to who's hot and who's not, thanks to Fujitsu. Uh, good text, this one. I like it. I'm going to give this text a $50 IGA voucher. Bum fluff, Benny. Yep, thumbs up. <laughs> he reminds me of Radar in MASH. He's a step ahead of you all the time. His thumb was up then before I'd said it. Uh, Kimbo and Roach, just on Jeremy Finlayson's form, mm. which you keep knocking, Roach. Pardon? Yeah, have been. Let me finish. I don't think it has much to do with dual roles, but more the team composition. Jeremy Finlayson always plays better in Port's forward line when both Dixon and Marshall are also playing in the team. Opposition teams find covering all three tools difficult, and this stretches their defence to some degree. In response, more opportunities arise, mostly to Todd or Jeremy, because Charlie usually gets the opposition best defender and a few others hanging off him. That's from Jacko from Lewiston. Point. And I agree. $50 IGA voucher going your way. All right, come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. There should be music to this. Yes. Uh, who's hot, Rooch? Well, our good friend Jason Cripps, who's the Port Adelaide list manager, clearly has a very, very hot phone at the moment because it's not just the fact that Asava Radicalia rang him and said, mm. I want to join Port Adelaide, or that Brandon Thurk Thatchett said, I want to join no, Port Adelaide. Say it again. I've got that all still got that wrong. Say it again. And now Jordan Sweet says, it, I want to join. Who's the middle one? I've got it all wrong. Have another crack at it. No, I won't because now I'm confused. Brandon. Brandon Zerk Thatcher. Better. No dyslexia in that one? Good. Oh, good. Now, we have, at great expense to your wallet, put a live camera and audio recording in Jason's office. Have a listen. Oh. <laughs> it's phones going off because he's going to have to work some deals, Kim. How's he going to make this all happen with what Port's got as a draft hand? How does he do this? Oh, that's something you better work, Rich. <laughs> One person has stopped you and said you're a funny man and you've believed it. <laughs> um, Thanks, Ethel. Uh, yeah, everyone says how the deal is going to be done, but they don't go public and nominate their club mm. unless they're really confident, their management's confident that the deal yes. can be done. Yeah, uh, It's too embarrassing, unless you're Bryce Gibbs. Oh. <laughs> no, but in general. Don't open it, that wound. In general. Well, we said that last year. How was Gold Coast and Brisbane going to do all that? And they did them. Yeah. Because so normally right. it will happen. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, I like that, Rooch. It was almost a paid advertorial for the Port Adelaide Football Club, but I, I like it. Uh, who's not hot? Kim, the stuff that is happening in international sports clearly takes sport off the back page where you have all the success stories to mm. the front page where you have the disasters. Here's the list of this week. 
at Juventus, the Italian Serie mm-hmm. A club, the midfielder. It's not Paul Bogba. Juve. 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 Oh, Juve. French yeah. international mm-hmm. tested positive for testosterone, not looking good. at a four-year ban if the yeah. B sample comes back. In Spain, Jorge Vilda. I thought it Jorge. Well, that would do. The winner of their winning coach of their mm. World Cup team here in Australia mm. gets sacked. When's the last time a world champion team's coach got sacked within weeks of taking the team? I, I can't answer that, but there has been turmoil within exactly. that program from before the World Cup. And the other one, and I've noticed Darren Cale tweeted yesterday that he's staying strong with Simona Hallett. Yep. A very loyal man, Darren. Mm. The three... Really not hot moments. Well, some people well. might know what you're talking about. Well, she's got the drug issue as well to the point whereby one of the Williams sisters is saying, well, I think I've earned another William, Wimbledon title. Which, which Williams sister was that? Oh, no, you see, sisters and brothers will get <laughs> Serena's got most of them. The other one hasn't. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, you may be in that category of who's not hot at the moment, Rich. I, I think. get confused with brothers and sisters. Who's hot and who's not? More and more people are still coming home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Just a reminder, Stephen Kernahan, Stixy, former Carlton captain, will join us after the 4.35 news. Hey, and last night we ran a Twitter poll, all right? Uh, we thought we'd give you the result. Uh, our Twitter handle is at the run home SENSA. The question was, should Braden Maynard have been suspended? Well, what do we call it? The pub poll. Yeah. Forty-four people say, uh, percent of people say yes, and fifty-six percent said no, and we had a massive response to that. Mm. All righty. Uh, if you're on a local basketball team and you love your coach, together with the advertiser, we're looking for Australia's basketball super coach, Rich. And who is it, in it's your a, mind? It's a big title. Have you got a nomination? I've got no idea. I don't play anymore. Uh, there's a prize pool including cash, merchandise, and NBL experiences worth over $10,000 for your local club, your coach, and you. Plus, register to play Super Coach for your chance to win a bonus $2,500. All you have to do is head to iCanWin.com.au for more details. Got there. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.29, still warm outside. Uh, 27.6 degrees. Just trying to see if that breeze is still blowing. Been a terrible north wind today, Roach. I was just saying, if Mike Dobbin was out then, then we'd be absolutely definite which way the wind was blowing. Oh, the uh, the Buffont, yep. the uh, toupee, yep, exactly. g'day to Dobbo and all the team at McGain uh, Real Estate. We but he's not them. out there. We love them dearly. That's good, Rich. That's a very uh, important update. <laughs> hey, uh, Michael Voss, we love him dearly. This is a big moment tomorrow night. Yes. They take on Melbourne. This is Vossy talking about facing Melbourne. Well, I think they've shown over the course of the year that you have to be able to um, live in a space where um, contest and defence is high priority and that's been something that we've prided ourselves on in more recent times and you know if we get opportunities and they're only small opportunities then we've got to maximise those when we get them so um, but yeah look this game and finals football is all largely based on contest and defence anyway and so we have to set up the fundamentals of our game if we feel like we're going to be a chance in this game. Tell me about your entries. Oh, got an extra question in there. We didn't get the answer. We will go back to Vossi though in the next half hour when he talks about Harry Mackay. Mackay. Oh, Mackay. Oh. Mackay. I apologise. commentary from Robbo? 
Uh, no, we're not going to play that, Roach. Not tonight. We're busy. Uh, it's 4.31. <laughs> news is next. Looking forward to speaking to Stephen Kernahan after the news. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. 4.35 on a Thursday afternoon. We're in the home straight. Roach, hang in there. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Beautiful day outside if you like wind and hay fever, but it is warm, 27.4 degrees. We're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona, Imagine to be bold. Hang in there. What's that? Now, you normally hang pe- in there. You normally peter out, Roach, when it hang gets in. late in the hey, show. Hey, this is the best part of the show. We are going to talk to a man who symbolises loyalty, dedication, professionalism, dedication to... Everything he does. Wonderful man. I'm glad he's on. That is the biggest suck-up introduction I've ever heard in my life, Rich. The fact is, if the Carlton Football Club had seen his behaviour at the Bay Disco as a young 20-year-old, he would have been 500 to 1 to be captain of the club. Stephen Kernan joins us now. Hello, big fella. Not the way I remember him. Kimbo, Roach, how are you boys? Roach, I nearly cheered up then, and then Kimbo probably put it there right. Yeah, but I said it from the heart. Well, yeah, you did, Ed. Well, yeah. Kimbo, we did have some issues on a Sunday night at the Bay. Oh, I can imagine. What, I tell you, they were bloody good days. Hey, Stixie, last time I saw you, you were cheering up. That was 2019 when Glenelg beat Port yes. in the grand final at the Adelaide Oval. It's the last yeah. time I saw you. I was, I was there. It was a great day. I had a great lunch with Soup and the boys then, and... Uh, Hope the boys can do it again this year. They're, they're looking okay, they aren't they? they? Are. Hey, well, yeah, they are. They're looking really Hey, what about good. your mate, Nick Chudwidden, Hall of Famer? Yes. That's brilliant. God, that's fantastic. Great player, great club man, and loves the boys. Mm. Hey, man. we'll get into your club, uh, Carlton and Vossi, who's been a regular on our show for a long time when he was here at Port Adelaide. But just quickly, we want to delve into your career. I know you're a humble man, but uh, do you pin on sticks here at Glenelg uh, when they were successful you're the 11-time leading goal kicker at Carlton. You were made captain at a young age. Did you have reservations when the club went to you and said, we're going to make you captain? How, how old were you, 21, 22? No, no, I went over 22 and I had my first year there, so I just turned um, you know, basically 23. So, yeah, I did. I, I mean, there's Kenny Hunter and uh, yeah. Wayne Johnston and you know, all those blokes, Wayne Harms, Ken Shield, all those champs, Justin Madden, Steve Silvani and... Yeah, I didn't think I'd earned the right to do it, firstly, but they, they wanted, Robert Walls wanted a younger bloke in, and, and I had no choice in then, so anyway, it ended up pretty good, and we won a flag in, that, in my first year, so I was blessed to do that after, of course, our great day, greatest of days, winning one at Glenelg 85, so it was nice winning one two years later with Carlton, so great days. And you've gone on to be an Australian Football Hall of Famer. What about when you went on the other side of the fence and uh, you were president of yeah. the club? Was uh, a tough gig because there were tough times? Yeah, well, look, look, when your club's going okay, it's, it's, it's a pretty easy job. When it's not going okay, it's a harder job. So Richard Pratt passed away, God love him, in, in 2009. I was his vice president and um, we actually had a pretty good side. Rats had come back to the club. We made finals 9, 10, 11 and and 13 in my time under under Mick in the uh, 213. So we had sort of we had a good side in those days. So I enjoyed those days. But um, there have always some issues at footy clubs when sort of boards get involved too heavily and they overrate a list. And if they if you don't win a flag, you sack everyone. And um, it's good to see that's changed a bit the last few years. I think so. I think that's a better way about. You need time 
teams need time and lists need time to stay together. And I think in the old days, not just Carlton, but a lot of clubs have jumped jumped the gun too quick on coaches. So, you know, even Vossi this year, they want to get yeah. rid of Vossi after a year and a half. Like, it was never going to happen, and the clubs stood firm through that. So um, I enjoyed my days off-field, um, but I was loved them better on-field. How many uh, coaches did you go through under your tenure as president? Uh, not, well, well, Rats was the... Um, Rats, we got back to the club, so that was a good thing as a premiership mm. teammate of mine. But I had to, I was involved in sacking him, which I didn't. He knows I supported him pretty heavily, and um, we obviously got Mick Malthouse back for then. So they were the two coaches when I was actually president. But I was on the board before that, and we had a couple of, uh, you know, through Dennis Pagan um, and a couple of guys through there. So it wasn't too bad, but we need to. People need time at least to develop them and, and, and get going with them. I think that's a better way we do it the last four or five years. Stephen, when I've spoken to your old mates such as Mark McClure, Brett Ratton and company, we talk about Carlton of the old days where they had a dominant Victorian country zone to pick from and would pick the eyes out of the rest of the competitions as they did you know, taking you from Glenelg to now this new system of the AFL. And it seems as if Carlton struggled the most to work out how to go from old-time VFL football to new AFL football. Why was it so hard for Carlton? Oh, I don't know, Roots. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, Carlton always used to like recruiting the biggest exactly. name of the place. But, I mean, look, 94 was our last flag. We played a grand final in 1999. Our last final win was 2013. So, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone will ever... Um, everyone sort of forgets how hard it was we got... And we, we might have deserved it, but I think a lot of other clubs, we took a whack for most yeah. other clubs in the AFL with the sanctions we had in, um, in the early 2000s. Mm. When you lose all your draft picks for two years and a lot of our senior players, Craig Bradley and the like, retired over that period of time, we, we didn't replay as quickly and it put us in the doldrums for you know six or seven years. But we, we played finals again in two, uh, as I said, 9, 10, 11 and 13. So... Everyone thinks we've been a cot case for 20-odd years. We mm. just haven't won a flag for that long. And I look at, I look at Essendon, haven't won a final since 2004. And, um, you know, a lot of clubs have struggled. And I think, um, and guys, we've gone into national competition, as you guys know, there's 18 teams in the comp now. And, you know, it's a lot of players have to play well to fill those lists, don't they? Have, have we got exactly. enough great players to fill 18 teams? And now they're going to have one in Tassie as well, so... You know, I think um, it's been hard for clubs to get it right. We've had draft concessions to a lot of clubs in the meantime, and there's a lot of reasons. If you if you weren't strong at the times when new clubs came in, yeah. it was tough to get strong. So yeah. I think a lot of clubs have struggled, but hopefully our mob are on the way back, and um, we've got a really good long-term coach, Bossy, and um, I, I like where they're at at the moment. And to recover from where they were after 13 rounds this year, it's been... Shown a lot of character, so I'm really happy with how they're going now. Yeah, so your club When you had that losing trot, I don't think there were too many predicting that. Hey, no. Stixy, uh, you had uh, many big shots for gold in your career, some good and some bad. Uh, have you had a chat to Harry Mackay? No. <laughs> I'm not sure how I missed those two last week, the dribbled one and the one in front. I don't think I ever missed well, the goal. Two metres out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what happens there, Kimbo. I don't know. It's, um, look, he's... Harry's been, um, it's a tough one for him. You know what it's like, guys, a bit of a confidence thing. Mm-hmm. And um, on, on his day, Harry can kick really well. And um, he's just got a, I don't know, I'm not sure what happened there. It's a bit of a confidence thing. It's in the head and uh, missed from point blank a couple of times. So 
Anyway, look, he's, he's got to get on top of that, and he will. He's a good kid. He works really hard on it, and uh, we'll miss him tomorrow night, that's for sure. Yeah. Stephen, your club was brave enough, and I still stress brave enough, because not often do coaches get a second chance. We know how Michael Voskop burnt at Brisbane. That was one of the horrors to watch a young coach get burnt by a system that was falling apart. What have you liked about the work he's done at Carlton to prove that he is a better coach the second time round? Well, first, he, first he's a man of great character. And mm. uh, look, everyone's known a bit about Michael Voss and how he played and what a fearless leader he was and led from the front and um, was tough and hard. And I think that's what he, he's embodied in this team. And he had to because um, you know, after 13 rounds this year, we were 4-8, you know, four, four and eight with a, and a draw. And going ordinary, I, I won't forget it. I was there at an 86-90 carbon reunion with all the past players and staff. And at quarter time, we played the Gold Coast at the MCT at a 4-8 game, and at quarter time, it was two goals, seven to one goal, three. Mm. Gold Coast were in front. They should have been six goals in front. We thought it was all over, and since then, we kicked nine goals in that second quarter and won 11 of our next 12. So if Fossey hasn't you know, got enough character now, he always has it. He, the way he's pulled that team out of that, and only him and the team will know about how they did that. And it's been a great effort, and... Unfortunately, we, we won a final last week, the first one for 10 years, we've got to win another one now. We can't sort of bask in the glory, but I've, I've got a great admiration for Bossy, not because of the, what he's done and who he's been, but what he's done at our club in a year and a half through. He had good times early, then tough times, missing the finals by, by kicking the last two games last year. And to miss, we copped a lot of shit for that. And then to um, be down and nearly out this year and to play finals, win our first final. It's been a, it just shows you what that bloke's made of. And I, I was, you know, we text each other a bit. I text him a bit, and he's, he just loves being around the joint. I love what he's put over this team, and they all play their roles now. We're not relying on one or two now, which is a really good thing, and I think that's the part of what he's been able to do for our team. I think those two losses you referred to last year were two of the cruelest losses I've seen in a lifetime of football, without a doubt. Tay hey, Sticks, how are you travelling the last five minutes against Sydney? Ooh. They were coming. Yeah, no, I was trying. I was, I was in a nice little box there with 12 people. My wife and I were sitting next to each other, a few clients, Adrian Gleeson and I. And I'm, I'm pretty okay during those times, but had some lunatic Carlton people going berserk and off their heads. So it's bloody, they're jumping around us. So we sit down, boys, take it easy. And it was pretty tough watching it. But once again, they found a way to hold on when Sydney were coming. And as you said earlier, Harry missed a couple of goals, might have put a six or seven in front early, and well, halfway through that third quarter. But. Um, they played well that night. Just uh, Sydney, a pretty good side, and they keep coming. And I was really, I was proud the way they they hung on and found a way to get it done. Well, they hung on, and they, they that was largely because of Jack Martin as well. Some big grabs. You don't have him for a week. No, he's, he's a big loss. His last half a dozen games, he's finally found a stretch of footy that he hasn't been injured in in the last four or five years. He's played footy, and he's really hit his straps. And um, I'm not sure what happened. He just sort of missed the ball with that one, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were lucky to get it. I thought we were lucky to get it down from two to one, actually. No, so I agree. Yeah, I'll take that one. And um, he, he's been fantastic, and we won't be able to replace him. Um, I gather uh, with you know, Harry and um, Jack Martin, the Connors out to play a bit more forward and try and keep the Melbourne defenders a bit busier. And um, Pitney's going to have to go up against Gorn a bit, isn't he, and do a bit of work there. So our midfielders will have to be on their toes and um, try and get it out of the middle more than later. 
Stephen, we always talk about footies different from era to era. You saw your father play with Neil Curley when it was very, very hard footy. You played in an era where you had some yep. really tough guys around you. Scooter. Gee, some of the Scotty great Salisbury. players you had at Glenelg. <laughs> now you see what's happening now. I mean, we know times change, eras change, responsibilities change. You've lived as a player now as an administrator. Where is this game going and what are the responsibilities upon this game after what we saw this week? Look, I... It's a funny one. I'm, I'm, the Maynard family are close friends of yeah, mine. I played, played with his dad. And, and the kid, I'm glad the kid got off. Uh, Braden, it was good he's playing, and I wish him the best. That's a good thing. And I feel sorry for the poor bloke who's you know, been knocked out and might miss a week or two or whatever. I hope he's okay. And I mean, I get we're looking after the head, but it's, um, you know, we've got to be careful how far we go. That was the weirdest one, wasn't it, guys? I still don't know what's right or wrong about that decision. It was someone that's been knocked out and been hurt. I mean, early in the season, you probably would have got three games for that, wouldn't you? If you, you know, the way that the, the AFL were trying to look after the head, which is a good thing to do. And um, he didn't, he, he did try to smother the ball in that first one, that's what we're talking about. But um, he's, you know, he's collected him and hurt the, the brace or kid, and hopefully he's okay. Um, we don't want an over umpire, we still want it a hard game, but we've got to be, we've got to be careful and give due diligence when we going in hard and the heads are low and heads are low, heads are in the way. So hopefully yeah, we can find a way to uh, stop blokes getting hurt, but keep it a hard game because we want that. That's why we go to the footy. Yeah, too many grey areas at the moment, but actions do have consequences. He was, he was lucky, but we move on. Hey, Sticks, we really appreciate you jumping on today. Uh, we wish you all the best tomorrow. Uh, who are you going to be watching with? Anyone special or just the family? I'm in, I'm in the... Um, I'm a bit up, Mark. I'm in the MCC committee room. I think Diesel's in there and uh, Cooter's in there and a few people. So I'll be watching there uh, with Bells on with a few good great mates. And uh, I love it now. If you go and have a beer and not worry about it, it's great. <laughs> we'll send it. our regards to Greg Williams, <laughs> will you please? I will, Roots. Okay. Absolutely. Good to see you, Kimbo and Roots. Thanks yeah. for having us, boys. Love you, Stixie. Don't go pouring any more beer over your head, all right? <laughs> I only did it once and I paid a heavy price for that. <laughs> I, re- I reckon you did it at the Bay Disco one night. We'll keep that one quiet. Good on you, Stixie. Yeah, Good luck please. tomorrow night. See you, boys. There's going to be 100,000 there, Roots. It's, I reckon they'll crack 100. Good. Yeah. yeah. 7.20 at the MCG, Melbourne and Carlton. Who are you tipping? The D's. The D's? I am too. I was listening to Brendan Sanderson. Mm. Brenton. Brendan. I'm Brent. dyslexic with that. Brenton Sanderson. Brenton Sanderson. Uh, this morning talking to Jared Waitley, and uh, he just thinks that uh, Carlton have more midfield options. True. He's uh, he's tipping Carlton. Okay. All right, stack of texts coming through. And Rich. a bit of confirmation what we spoke well, what about earlier too. Got? Dylan Stevens has requested a trade to North Melbourne. Yeah, there'd been some mumblings there, Rooch. Uh, let's go to Aaron's text here. Uh, good afternoon, Kimbo and Rooch. Vossi brought about his own downfall at Brisbane when he was about to go to the Eagles as an assistant coach and learn the ropes about not only coaching, but more importantly, staff management, and instead jumped straight into the coaching fire, including burning Daniel Bradshaw and Michael Riscatelli. Uh, Riscatelli, yes. Uh, he ended up going to Gold Coast, didn't yeah, he? I think After Michael winning Voss. the best and fairest. Uh, to bring in Brendan Favola, yeah. and it all went downhill from there. Regards, Aaron. Well, you live and learn, don't you? Yeah, there's no doubt. If you could have your sliding door moments again, he yeah. would have stayed at West Coast. But they lent on him heavily Kim, mm. to take that job. And by the time he had got there, there were so many things that were out of place that just kept unravelling in a bad way for him. 
Not sure if you can answer this, Rooch, or not. Here's a text that's come through from AJ. How are ticket sales for Saturday night going? Question mark. I just jumped on to secure some, and best available for two tickets were $110 yep. each. Yes. Is it nearly sold out? Please, sleuth, Rooch, check this out for me. Well, we usually get an update at 5 o'clock from the AFL on ticket sales all around, so we haven't had the latest one. But I know because I tried to get some tickets through the Adelaide Oval membership, and they're still available, so I've mm. got two for the... Niece you and were nephew. trying to get some. Yeah, for the niece and nephew. What, for free or did you buy them? I bought them. Oh, that would have hurt. Hey, how much were they? 96 each. Oh, maybe you did buy them. Roach! It's a text. That's how it starts. All right. Uh, Roach. Don't shout at me when I'm still trying to find my wallet. Oh, Roach. If you sat on your wallet, you'd be the tallest sitting. Hey! All of the building across the road. Roach, uh, the answer to the Cripper question has to be that players become involved somewhere. The question will be who, that's from Lindsay, in terms of getting these deals yeah. done. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Oh, I don't want to suggest anyone. No, Look last it. time you caused quite a stir. Oh, but yeah, I was only reading out a tape. Hey, Billy from Queenstown. G'day, Billy. Always makes a lot of sense. Why are tickets more expensive in South Australia compared to Victoria? Because there's more of them, so there's economy of scales. And they're even more expensive if there's a final in Sydney because there's less capacity there. You know, the more seats, the cheaper they are. You get the, you know how the business yep. world works. Yep. Um, Supply, demand. On with you, Roach. Uh, the water is slowly receding out the gulf and there is a distant rumble in the distance. The big, big sound is coming to town <gasps> and the orange tsunami will be crashing over the Port Adelaide side on Saturday night. See you there, gentlemen. One guess, Roach. Canberra? Yeah, Peter from Canberra. Uh, Good on you, Pete. Uh, They enjoyed a tough year, due at a tough year last year. Uh, Arvo boys, with all this GWS pumping, (laughs) what was the score last time Port played them? Yeah, that's last time. Jeff from Salisbury. That's last time. All right. Uh, Kimbo, one day I'll explain how I got the nearest to the pin wrong, the Gold Coast Crow. (laughs) Oh, dear, Tony. Yeah, you were miles out. I don't know how you... Through the conclusions you did. Well, the axe is going through at West Coast. The interesting What's name happened? there is Petrovsky Seaton's gone off the list of the five that they've just listed. Doesn't surprise mm. me, Roach. Um, Big work to be done on that mm. list. Here's another one. Roach. This oh, just, oh, it's from Rocco. Roach, the scuttlebutt is saying that Finlayson will be dropped this week. Mm. The only port forward in the top 20 for goals. Marshall can't hero... Getting gifted games. Can't, uh, yeah, it might be a typo there. Yeah. Hey, I just I, I might be wrong. Uh, let's go out on a limb and put another family member's life on it, Roach. There's no way he'd be dropped. Finlayson? No. No, I wouldn't have thought so, but I keep asking the question, how do they best use him to get him into some action so he gets you know the touch and then keeps going? I'm trying to work out which family member's life I put on it. I'm running out of them. It's harsh into what you yeah, do. It, it is. It's really harsh. You can use relatives, I think. There's a few we don't see that often. Um, (laughs) That happens in all families, Rooch. Yeah, right. When are the two oxygen thieves, Corns and Roochie, going to get in the ring? (laughs) You and Graham. One minute it's a foot race. Now it's going to be a boxing bout. What else am I going to be lined up for? I just think people want you off this earth, Rooch. I don't know why. I think you're a good bloke. Guess who's joining us tomorrow? Hey, tomorrow, uh, Brenton Sanderson and the coach of the Port Adelaide Football Club. Josh Carr. Hey, all you Port supporters that don't like Kenny, tell us tomorrow who's coaching, not after you win or lose. Is it Ken or Josh on Saturday night? 
Maybe it's Chad's turn. No, don't do that to Chaddy. <laughs> uh, Lou Reed, we'll see you tomorrow. Good night, everyone. <laughs>